0: Alright, welcome everybody to Tripping, Tripping with Forest, um, which doesn't feel like a name that's very well suited anymore, although today I do feel like I need want to talk about substances again. Um, I say that it's not very fitting because I haven't tripped in over a month now. I haven't, uh, you know, my, my substance of choice was cannabis, and I feel like I tripped a lot on that and it's it's weird even like looking back at your time using a substance it's like and looking back at any time it's just like gone it's like it, it felt so different in the moment than it does now looking back at it you can't even feel it you can't feel the sensations you can remember the experiences but you can't remember what it was actually like but i do remember some things and i and i uh I feel like actually some of the things that I'm struggling with from not using cannabis are very interesting Um, one of them is doing this podcast I find that all I had to do was smoke a bit of weed and I could just talk I could talk about uh, introspective creative things at least that's what it felt like and I think even reflecting on those podcasts I think that there was Some value in there there was some some interesting things in there and I I really didn't feel that from the last podcast I did which was the the one that I did you know fully sober and sober for almost a month at that time I'm fully sober again but I um, I feel like at least maybe maybe it's just that I didn't have anything to talk about really last time but there is a part of me that thinks oh you can't do this without that and The other thing that I struggle with is writing. I was doing all this creative writing and it was mostly cannabis induced. And it was these uh, snippets of insights uh, written in my own unique way. And now I just, I haven't been able to do that in weeks now. And I've tried and it just feels like I have nothing. And so for me, it's like, that's actually when I want to use cannabis the most, is when I start to feel a lack in these certain ways that I know that it uh, affects me in. And uh, I began to think to myself when I first kind of came up with this idea to talk about this uh, on today's podcast, I started thinking, is this what addiction is? Because when you're young, you get told about the term addiction. You get told, oh, don't do these drugs because you become addicted. Eventually, as you grow older, you, you realize, oh, people can become addicted to other things besides these physically addictive substances. People can become addicted to a, a sort of disorder. An eating disorder uh, uh, is one addiction. Um, there's uh, obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, that in its own way is some sort of addiction and there's uh, there's just um, it's hard to understand addiction beyond just that term and beyond some base level ideas of what it looks like but what does it feel like and what is actually going on there that makes somebody addicted is it as simple as this serves me in this very specific way or in some way and I want it to continue to serve me in that way or I need that type of service and for instance if if I was a paid writer if I was an author self pub or uh, you know writing for myself or if I felt like I needed that creativity um, more than I do would I be forced into or would I feel forced more forced into using a substance that I feel like in other ways doesn't serve me anymore so I think people can can get structured into these ruts of their life where something serves them in some way maybe they're stressed out maybe it's as simple as you're stressed from your work you find that This certain type of pill that might even be prescribed from your doctor, um, whether it's a, you know, something like a uh, Xanax or Percocet or uh, one of these, you know, Percocet might not be a good example because it's a you know painkiller and people don't take it for stress, but it ends up alleviating that type of stress. But that's an opiate, and that that becomes the road to a harsh physical addiction, and. It might have started and it might still have a huge aspect of it of it relieving some type of stress or pressure from your life in some way and what I realize about my cannabis use is I haven't been able to replicate what it's given me in certain ways Um, I haven't been able to replicate that in the way that I need to I haven't been able to replicate the relaxation that it can give me i haven't been able to replicate the creative thinking that it gives me and yet i think my life is more on track in a lot of ways More on, <laughs> more on track i'm on the moron track um i think it's uh you know living the straight and narrow um, I don't know, maybe it's just a belief of mine. Maybe it's not even true, but I just feel like i'm I'm getting out ahead in this world. I can do th- more things in this world where can- the, my cannabis use isolated me from this world in some ways, and it's it was a very abstract way and and a subtle way, and not an obvious way, and so. I didn't pick up on it until I was done with it didn't pick up on it while while I was using I didn't understand how it was and I still don't really understand how it was holding me back essentially that's what I'm saying is in some way it was holding me back and I think as much as I can describe it it's very difficult because I can't even point to specific scenarios but I feel like I was giving it control over certain aspects of my life that I want to be able to control myself. And I think that we, I think it's good to give over control to certain things because there are certain things outside of our control. Um, But I don't necessarily even think access to the creative mind is outside of our control. I think these states are induced by these substances, but I think they can be reached Um, by our actions, and maybe, maybe that action is taking a substance, whether it's a psychedelic or a mind-expanding substance, like cannabis can be, but I think, um, I think living in that life of use, which happens very slowly, but it consumes you, might be what addiction is you know it might just be consistent use because something serves you in some way and you don't recognize that it doesn't it actually takes away from you in other ways that are even more important Now that's very interesting because actually my my frequent cannabis use started because i felt like i wasn't empathetic enough i felt like i wasn't feeling my authentic self, and I wasn't connecting to how I affected others personally around me. And so I used it as a way to connect with empathy. And I have felt, actually, I think it was yesterday or the day before, it was very very recent, I felt like I don't care. I don't care anymore. I don't care about something. And I felt that lack of empathy, which was so interesting because Throughout my frequent cannabis use of the past uh, two and a half years, uh, very frequent uh, cannabis use over the past two and a half years until the month ago, I um, I didn't feel that I never felt like I didn't care. I even when I wasn't stoned, you know, I wasn't stoned all the time. There was many days I didn't, or many hours I wasn't, um, not just sleeping hours. I didn't wake up and get stoned every day. Um, I never lacked that, I never had that feeling of just not caring, just having zero empathy. Um, And that not caring is a kind of a destructive feeling, or it feels kind of destructive, it feels very, it doesn't feel constructive, it feels like nothing matters, it's a very interesting feeling. and I actually had that on that cannabis, uh, my, my last cannabis experience of getting two stoned. Um, I, I actually hit this peak in there where I, that nothing mattered, that it was a different, it was a different sense of um, empathy. It didn't feel empty, uh, a lack of empathy. It didn't feel empty. It felt like <clears throat> I had maybe reached a place where, excuse me, <coughs> I had maybe reached a place where um nothing mattered and i could have died like i I said that to myself i think i even said that out loud i was like literally nothing matters to me right now i could die right now and it wouldn't matter to me and um it wasn't a it wasn't actively a suicidal thought it was more of just it doesn't matter nothing matters and it wasn't a, a blissful psychedelic, oh, everything is connected, and therefore, um, you know, everything matters but nothing matters, is a paradoxical kind of feeling. It wasn't an insight, it was just a feeling. It was a feeling that nothing mattered. But, and in some way, that's connected to this, this feeling I had recently of not caring, of lack of empathy and i worry when things like that happen i worry oh is this me resorting or reverting back to the person i was before two and a half years ago before my frequent cannabis use where i was beginning to become a workaholic i was beginning to not care about uh, people around me things around me situations around me and cared more about building a business and making money which is an interesting thing because um obviously like just even saying this out loud right now i'm just thinking like there's a balance there there's a there's a serious balance that needs to happen in there and there's um there's this thing that happens when i overuse cannabis where that balance begins to the scales begin to tip in the other direction where i begin to say oh that kind of stuff isn't important it's more important to address the way we feel it's more important to deal with our feelings to work through our feelings to feel and those feelings are strong and and it becomes important because it induces those feelings it brings up my anxiety so oh it's important to address my anxiety the past month i have felt a seriously lesser amount of anxiety than when I was using cannabis. Now that is an interesting thing because I question, is that anxiety not there or do I just not feel it? Just as I did not feel the feeling of caring. Um, is uh is it just not there anymore or am I just not activated by this cannabis to feel it? Is it still there underneath is it guiding my actions because we know that our feelings will subconsciously guide our actions? Maybe I'm outwardly showing anxiety or I'm, I'm physically dealing with anxiety, but I just don't feel it and there's a there's a bit of a relief to that actually because there were uh, moments with my cannabis use and in when I was using it that I was just so anxious and um, you know, couldn't make a phone call, couldn't really deal with things, couldn't really talk to people. Um, I also think, though, the other thing is, is there's, there's just been so many changes. Like, even the idea that, you know, we're out on the road and we're out in the world now. Like, living in a van, it makes you, out, it makes you go out into the world. It makes you completely um, be a part of the world around you. And, the, and that means the people around you. I mean, you could be, you could be even rurally parked um, but you're still going to have to engage in the world more often than, if you, than I was when I was stuck on the homestead. And so I might just be overcoming that anxiety because of life circumstances changing. And I'm, you know, right now I'm sitting in a park and there's literally people walking around me, um, you know, not close to me, but I don't know. I'm super bad at these theoretical envisioned measurements but maybe 100 feet 200 feet there's groups of people walking their dogs and you know um probably 6, 70 feet 50 feet i've had people walk past me and it gives me a little sense of like oh i feel strange doing this and but i i don't really feel anxious about it i feel like a little uncomfortable um but I feel like I, you know, I felt a little uncomfortable doing this completely by myself when I knew there wasn't anyone around. Uh, sometimes, when I was on cannabis. You know, I, I, like, I think if I smoked weed, I don't know, it's weird. Sometimes when you consume weed, it, it does, uh it does the opposite of what you think it'll do like sometimes you know maybe i could smoke weed and and feel even more confident in this in this place but sometimes i would feel incredibly anxious in this space from cannabis so um and i know in some ways it just elevates your current experience and that's why set and setting is so important with it as as any uh substance i think Um, and maybe that's the balance too like maybe Maybe there is a reason for me to occasionally or sometimes use it. And, um, and uh, you know, I, and, but then I start to think, if this is addiction, if I am experiencing addiction and I'm, and I'm sober from it, is this how relapse happens? Where it's just the simple mindset. Like, you, you guys are getting a listen into my mind right now, the, the thoughts that I have. Is this the same thought that somebody has when they're heroin junkie, and they say, "Maybe I just need to balance it. Maybe I just need a little bit," and then their tolerance is so low from them relapsing that they overconsume immediately and they overdose. You know, these are these are the stories we hear of the throes of harsh phys- physical addiction to a much stronger substance than the one that I'm talking about for myself but this is this comes back to that idea of not really understanding what addiction is myself you know I like I said you you can you can look at these examples but what is actually happening what actually makes somebody go back to something what actually makes somebody continue to choose something even though from an outlookers perspective It is detrimental to their life. What makes them continue to go back there? And I ask that about myself. What makes me want to consume cannabis again? Because uh, although there's been the majority of the time, I don't care about using cannabis uh, since I've stopped. There has been a couple times where I've been like, oh, that would be nice. And the big reasons are lack of creative writing ability Um, lack of being able to do this podcast in an interesting manner as far as I believe and lack of being able to relax in specific ways and also that feeling of not caring and and having that empathy gone Um, and not being so connected to the moment. The other thing is too is I was in nature. I was a Uh, For the past couple days, I was, you know, right now I'm in a public city park, but uh, past couple days we were off, out of service, by the ocean, out in the middle of nowhere, and I wasn't able to connect to the nature around me as I wish that I would have, and I thought to myself, now is kind of a time where I feel like cannabis could really elevate my interaction with nature around me and I think oh, what's the harm in that what's the harm in, in interacting with the world around me in a more connective way and in, in a more of a uh, novelty inducing way that cannabis can can have but I think to myself I think about addiction again and that's what worries me and I think about, where does that stop? If I do it once, then do I think, oh, well, you know, I'd really like to feel connected again to the world. Well, I know that I can just consume this, this plant matter, and I can have that. But then there are the perceived or believed consequences of that in my eyes, of giving over control to it, not actually putting in the work that that makes me deserve to feel that way I mean we all deserve to feel that way but I haven't put in the work necessary to actually make my mind perceive things in a nuanced way in a novelty sense I have just simply allowed something else to make that happen for me and I guess that comes down to what do I want and i'm learning what i want and and definitely what i want is to live in a way that feels good feels new feels novel and interesting to me and not not in a way that um i don't want to feel in a way where life is boring and life is nothing new and i don't care about life and i'm sociopathic and i just continue down the road that will make me the most successful in whatever way is stuck in my mind uh, and being unchecked cannabis i definitely used it as a way of checking myself and so now i have to create other ways of doing that and and is that the world that i want to live in right now where i have to actively make Different choices to create the same effects that cannabis had But in it in a cleaner way in a in a work first receive the reward after Instead of the reverse way in cannabis where you receive the reward reward first and then work for it after Um, And uh, in and how do I do that, you know, do I go back to you know, I've talked about this before, do I go back to meditation, do I go, uh, do I be- begin to exercise, to, to get endorphins, do I, do I listen to uh, spiritual knowledge, do I read spiritual knowledge, uh, psychological knowledge, emotional intelligence knowledge and begin to develop those skills? In what I perceive as a very slow manner, as well. Um, I'm just not sure if that is the way to go either. So I have these questions, and and ultimately, the other thing is too is I, I want to be able to live a uh, oh I'm so so tired. It's the morning right now. Um, I want to be able to live a way where I'm following my intuition, and yet by kind of forcing myself to be in this sober mind and not to be in a uh, spontaneous allowance of happening, Um, I feel like in some ways I'm stifling my intuition but I actually don't think that's true because ultimately cannabis does not, or any substance, does not just enter your life fully spontaneously there's always a choice to be made nobody puts up the 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 joint against your mouth they might pass you it but you ultimately have to say no i'm good or okay and that's still the choice you make and that that isn't that isn't um you don't have to say yes to that moment you can actually just choose and that's you being in control and in that moment you might be using intuition to guide you, but um, you know, I wasn't using intuition to guide me when I uh, smoked that extract, you know, I was just saying, oh, this will be fun, this will be interesting, I've, you know, I've done this once before, uh, smoking extracts, and you know, I'd like to try it again, and I didn't let intuition guide me in just being like, yo, I have an extremely low tolerance, I'll do a quarter or a tenth of how much you think is normal, because you have an extreme tolerance and I have nothing. Um, never been able to get a tolerance for cannabis, really. Uh, for some reason I'm very sensitive to that. Um, but I didn't let my intuition do that, I just said, "Oh, okay, well I'll try this, I'll see where it goes, I'll just let the moment be the moment and I'll just say yes to it. And I think that yes man mentality, um, the Jim Carrey yes man, Uh, I think that's what that movie's called. I actually don't think that's a good way to live. I think there's obviously a balance to be made. And I think that, yeah, you do need to say yes, maybe more. I I think the people that that movie appeals to or that idea appeals to probably are saying no to life way more than they should. But there are also people that see that and say, I've said yes too much in my past and I've been taken advantage of or I've had experiences that haven't served me, or they've served me in some way. I mean, hell serves you in some way, but you don't wanna keep living in hell. You wanna get the fuck out of hell. You wanna dig yourself out of that pit and begin living in the real world because it's much better to be doing that. It's, uh, you know, we can alleviate a lot of our suffering by conscious living. We don't have to be bashing our head in the darkness of a hellscape pit, and sometimes we are saying yes to the thing that keeps us in hell. On this show, you know, I've talked a lot about money. Um, Investing is an interest of mine. Money is really important. It's a store of energy of, uh, of ourselves, and basically we can use it to create in this world. We can make all these different things happen just because of the money that we either use, and the more you accumulate of it, the more you can create. And it's just, uh, it's a fascinating subject and it's a lot easier sometimes to actually save money than it is to make money. So today's sponsor is mint mobile. And if you're in the States and you have a cell phone, you can probably save a lot of money by switching to mint. I mean, mint has these plans. It's like 15 bucks a month, unlimited calling, unlimited texting five gigabytes of data. They have 4G, 5G plans. And for 30 bucks, you can get unlimited data included with that plan. And so it's like 30 bucks, unlimited data. And the internet is so powerful. We need to get on there. We need to learn. I mean, you're probably you're using the internet right now to listen to this, to download this. Um, it's important to have. And you might be able to save a ton of money by switching to Mint. So check out the link in the description for Mint Mobile. And we get a kickback here, we get a small commission. So it really, really supports the show. It's super, super important to um, feel like I can actually do this and make a little bit of cash, um, this podcast. So it's going a long way and it's really important for you to save money as well. So. If you are spending too much on your mobile, go at least check it out, see if the coverage is good for you, if the service is good for you. And basically it's a smart business as well. What they've done with Mint Mobile is they've, um, they've basically done what more and more companies are doing to save money and to pass it on to consumers, which is not have a retail store. There's a lot of empty shopping malls out there in the world now because there's no need for companies like Mint Mobile to have a cell phone kiosk in the mall or whatever storefront. And so they can pass those savings from not having to um, you know, rent and lease that space, not having to employ those people working there. They can employ people in a more concentrated fashion so they can have less employees and serve more people basically. And they do it all online, all through the internet. And the customer service is supposedly pretty good still. Um, that's the other thing, too, is you don't want to, like, lose things by switching to Mint Mobile. So I would je- I would just recommend checking them out, see if it's a fit for you. Um, basically, when I ever have a problem on my cell phone, I'm calling them anyway. I'm not going into a store. Uh, that's just, you know, you're just looking to get upcharged, basically, by going into a store anyway. So um, check it out. Link's in the description, like I said.